Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here and looking through Hebrews and making marriage great. Want to talk about a verse today. Yesterday we spoke about the key verse to making marriage great. Hebrews 13.4. Now we're in Hebrews 13.5. And want to look at this and talk about being content and money. We'll see if we'll get through this in one day or many days. So let's just jump right in. Verse 5, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. And then the next verse goes on with it. But we're going to talk about this love of money and contentment. And then with the next verse, we'll talk about why that's so important and why maybe so many people fall into the trap of the love of money. So some people talk about money being the root of all evil. It is it is the love of money that gets us thrown off, right? So you can have lots of money and it doesn't have any control over you. I know lots of people, well, I know some people who have plenty of money. Money is not what they're a slave to. And then when they need something that the money can buy, whoa, what a blessing, right? And they're able to give generously. They're able to help out generously. And they don't just throw money at things. They're very cautious about where they put money, who they give money to, because they don't want to enable people. They don't want to allow their desire to help to actually get in the way of maybe something that that is happening, that God is doing in someone, teaching them a lesson, whatever that might be. But let's put this together so with the idea that I think many of us have and fall into the trap of, and it is being, well, I if I just had this, or if I just had that, things would be much better. And let's deal with what the root here is. The root is contentment. If I am content with where I am, where God has me, and what God is doing with me, and how I'm pursuing God and things like that. So a lot of times it's our pursuit of God or the lack thereof that brings us to a place where we're not content, right? So God is using our discontentment to get us back on track with Him. Not with financial prosperity, but with Him. So what if you gain the world but lose your soul? In Mark 8.35, He who tries to save his own life will lose it, but he who loses his life for my sake and the sake of the gospel will what? Gain eternal life. So we are to be pursuing God and being pursuit of being used by God in building his kingdom. So to encourage you guys in this contentment thing, being content with your wife, being content with what you have. Now, not necessarily being content where your relationship is. Let's push to make our relationship better. How do I become a better husband and have a better relationship with my wife? How do I have a better relationship with God? So with God, it's reading his word. It's being in prayer. It's being part of a community and in all of that, cherishing and loving our wife and growing in community with our wife, growing in the Lord with my wife, right? Growing in my understanding of life in general with my wife, finding things that we can do together. And so to encourage you men that regardless where you are, married or not married, young, middle-aged, old, it's never too late to take the next step forward in capturing the idea of contentment and moving away from the love of money. And what 
So how do we do that? Well, one of the ways we can do that is is to spend less than we make. Let's let's make more money than we spend or spend less than we make. Let's figure out how to not be in debt. Let's figure out how to be able to give, to be able to you can't outgive guys, but let's figure out how to give so so that we can test that if you will. But it's pushing away from these desires and I know no better way to do that than to learn not to spend money, not to want and gain gadgets and stuff and to want a new car or new things in the house or new clothing to wear. We all have needs. I'm not talking about walking away from your needs or the needs that your wife has. But how do we work in the how do we work ourselves into contentment? And so here's another verse from Proverbs 21 20, and this is from the TLB version. The wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spans uh, wherever he gets. So let's be, you know, how do we save for the future? How do we save so we can give? How do we save so our wife has security? Because we have we have money in the bank in case there's an emergency. And sometimes this is really difficult, especially when you're young and you have children. And I just encourage you to to look at your spending habits because you could do a lot of things, but if you don't deal with your spending habits, it doesn't matter, right? And if you don't deal with a love of money, a love of money. So there are some people who have a ton of money and they love it and they love their money and their money controls their life. And they're not generous. And they're not content because they always want more. They always want more. They have plenty of money. They don't necessarily have stuff. They just have money. But there's no contentment there. They want more. They want more. They want more. And they're always thinking that people want their money. And we always have misconceptions of other people, right? So I'm I'm going along today. Let me get back to the root here, right? The root is don't have a love for money. Money is not evil. It's loving money that is So let's use money wisely. Let's ask God for wisdom and how we use our money, how we spend our money, how we save our money, how we give our money. And look at things like, for instance, if you're in debt, try to get out of debt. If you owe somebody, try to pay them off. If you are in a place where you can put money aside and save it, Especially if you're married, that's really good because that's what your wife wants. If you're single, start saving for your future, saving for your honeymoon, saving for a trip you want to take, save for something you can do because you're single that you're probably not going to be able to do when you get married. Those are good things, but save for them. Don't get it, go in debt to go on a trip. Don't get in debt to have the newest car or the newest clothes, those kind of things. So curve your spending so that you can save and get out of debt and save and put money away. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you in the morning.